Chapter Thirteen of Grandpa's Darlings by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Thirteen. Gracie's Letter. Dear cousin Minnie, I guess you didn't ever know me, cause I didn't ever get any letter from you. I'm Gracie. That's one of my names. That is the way it looks on paper, but I pronounce it Daisy. I'm a big, tall girl i can stand up all alone can you and i can hold the fork myself only sometimes it tips and lets the tato all down in my neck but that is the fault of the fork it isn't my fault oh no not at all once my mamma had society did you ever go to society some of it is fun and some of it is a great deal of trouble for one thing you have to be dressed up i do think that such a bother the worst is having your hair combed do the mouses get in your hair and make little knots all through it and then they kiss you so much and they say come here little darling and you don't want to go a bit but your mamma says you must because it isn't pretty not to go when you are called perhaps they don't do so to you because you are not a minister's daughter I think it is a great deal of trouble to be a minister's daughter. And so Mama had society. The getting ready was real fun. I helped. I tipped over the pitcher full of water on the chamber carpet. I didn't mean to do that. I was going to lift it up to help Mama, and it slipped. But I took a tidy right off the big chair and wiped it all up nice, so that it didn't do a bit of harm then i took the towels all off the rack and put them in the bathtub and set the water running so they would be nice and clean after that mamma sent me downstairs to help anna after dinner mamma wanted me to go to sleep but i didn't want to and i made up my mind i wouldn't mamma rocked and sang and rocked and sang and i put my thumb in my mouth and my head over her shoulder just as if i was going to sleep but the more she sang the wider awake i got when papa came in mamma said i'm sure i don't know what is the matter with this baby she will not go to sleep and it is long past her sleepy time then i said ah ga ga ah they didn't know what that meant but it meant i was so tickled because they thought i was going to sleep then papa said let me try her so i was dumped over his shoulder and he sang peep peep go to sleep and twinkle twinkle and everything else that he could think of and every once in a while he would move me softly around to see if i was asleep and then i would laugh at last they gave it up and i was almost sorry that i hadn't gone to sleep after all because i had to be dressed then the ladies began to come they all kissed me and were so glad that i was awake and so was i mamma told them how hard she had tried to get me to sleep she said she didn't know what was the matter with me that i had never acted so before she said she believed that i knew they were going to have company a little bird must have told me just then i was drinking a glass of milk and this tickled me so that i began to laugh and then began to choke and we had a great time and the milk got spilled right in mrs snow's lap the reason why i was so tickled was because it seemed so funny to hear mamma say that a little bird must have told me about the company when she told me herself 
didn't they know i had ears and didn't i hear the talking and planning about it all the week it is so funny that folks should think that we don't hear because we don't talk all the time at tea-time i had a great deal of fun i sat up in my high chair beside papa and he told mamma that he would take care of me but papa always talks and forgets all about me so i took the spoon out of his tea and put it in his sauce and put some of the sauce in my mouth but it was dreadful sour not half so good as milk so i didn't take any more but i spread some of it on my dress and it made a lovely color pretty soon papa found it out and he looked so sober that i was sorry i did it and anna came and took me away i cried some and wanted to go back but she wouldn't let me and she took off my pretty dress and said i had spoiled it but i don't know what she meant by that because it was a great deal prettier since i had painted it while i was thinking about it i went to sleep and when i woke up don't you think the people had all gone home and it was morning i am coming to see you papa and mamma and i are going to get in the cars and come the cars go choo choo did you ever hear them that is every word they can say in the night they talk too and won't go to sleep we are going to have a nice time are you so glad that we are coming i am glad i can't write any more because i must help mamma get all ready there is a great heap of clothes on the table i am going right over there to pull them on to the floor good-bye cousin gracie this was the letter that threw minnie into a perfect flutter of glee she had each one in the house read it to her until very soon it appeared she could read it herself without missing a word the best of it was true cousin gracie was coming to see us and cousin gracie's mamma and papa were coming with her or she with them i don't quite know which it was i was the only one of the family who had ever seen gracie and the last time i had the honor she was a wee mousie only three weeks old so we all shared minnie's curiosity to know just how she looked there came a day when we were all very busy doing those last things that always leave themselves to be done at the last minute before company comes quite the busiest one in the house to judge by her hurried and important air was minnie all day long she trotted up and down the hill leading from her father's house to grandpa's bringing her treasures with which to adorn the little comer's room her best dolly the one with real eyes and a blue muslin dress was laid on the small white bed that was to be miss gracie's resting-place why minnie we said knowing how dear that dolly was to her heart gracie is only a baby you know i'm afraid she will break this doll why don't you bring one of the others for her why said minnie with grave and earnest face emmeline sarah has but one arm and susan amelia's eyes have both come out you know they were made of beads and one day they lost out so i guess i will have to leave this and run the risk of her breaking it i guess maybe she won't hurt it at all because i asked jesus to take care of it and watch her all the time she had hold of it wondering much just what the little girl's idea of prayer was i said but darling 
what if after all gracie should throw dolly on the floor and break her you know she is only a little baby and would not know any better will my faithless heart ever forget the look of the sweet earnest eyes that were raised to mine as she said gravely not without the least bit of a sigh well then you know auntie bell it will have to be just right the best way because jesus wouldn't let it happen unless it was because i asked him to take care of her you know and anyhow we must give the best things to people mustn't we or else we wouldn't love them so much as we do ourselves i am so glad to tell you that gracie handled the sweet blue-eyed dolly with as much tenderness as though it had been a real true baby and she had been its mother there is another thing i ought to tell you and that is that minnie was by no means in this angelic mood all the time she could cry with all her might and make herself and all the rest of us miserable over a broken-nosed darling sometimes without regard to the fact that of course it was the best thing or it would not have happened in fact the little woman was very much like the rest of us she knew all about how she ought to feel about her little troubles but she could feel right about them before they happened a great deal better than she could afterward i wish you could see the little white bed that grandma made ready for my lady gracie so soft and white and puffy with a white spread quilted by her own hands in wreaths and shells and all manner of pretty things it wasn't a cradle for gracie had never been rocked to sleep in her life nor yet was it a crib being not the right shape to be called by that name it just answered to the name that minnie gave it and no other and that a dear little baby bed after all i was not at home when the much watched for people arrived or rather i was not within hearing if the truth must be told the very day before this minnie's uncle who was not yet her uncle at all had come and was claiming a good share of my attention so it happened that i came downstairs after something that was needed and came plump upon a small morsel with very large eyes and rosy lips whose little body was dressed in blue and white and whose little mouth said with great earnestness and decision no 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 when i attempted to kiss her and that was my niece gracie grandpa's other darling you are to hear a good deal about her after this for though i did not have her near me so often nor so long as i had minnie yet she was a lady about whom one could learn a great deal in a short time as you will see when i tell you some of her sayings and doings i may as well say just here that we had that party very soon after gracie arrived indeed we had been waiting for her as they had been somewhat delayed minnie carried out her program exactly even to the ride in the big barouche and cried with all her might when she found that i was not going to ride back with her but was going off with the new uncle gentleman i think i should have cried a little too if i had known that it would be a whole year or more before i should see my little darling again in fact if you will never tell the new uncle nor anybody else i will just whisper to you that when it grew dark in the cars 
i hid my eyes in the corner of the seat and put a few tears in my handkerchief just to remember the day by as for gracie she did some very loud screaming that afternoon not on my account bless you she didn't care then whether she ever saw me again or not on the whole i think she would a little rather not have seen me any more but it was such a thing as never happened to her in all her life before to be left in the house with a strange cousin while her mamma went off to church what did she care if her auntie bell was going to be married one day last winter i told her just how she acted and she said auntie bell did i really then after a little auntie bell i don't see how babies can bear it to stay babies so long they know so little and they are so silly End of chapter 13